back to Square Sports Lane Frame Podcast. Almost this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now in episode number 50, everybody. Yes, we're 50 episodes through, and this is an action-packed episode. MLB playoff race is heating up. NFL Week 3 is wrapped up, and Clutch Football Week 4. Plus so much more. Stay tuned for Square Sports Lane Frank, episode number 50. Stay tuned. We'll start with episode number 50, how we always do with our headlines in the NFL. There's so much going on at the NFL, everybody. After week three of the NFL season, we got a lot of breakdown. I want to start with Monday Night Football from last week. Cowboys versus Eagles. This Cowboys team is legit. We're going to talk more about them in Contenders versus Pretenders, which we're going to have later on in the episode. We're bringing that back for season two. But, Cowboys, what a game on Monday Night Football against the Eagles. The Eagles still in a rebuilding phase. And if they lost that game, the Cowboys, it would have been almost over from Mike McCarthy. They wouldn't have fired him, but he would have been, uh, he would have one foot out of the door by then, okay? You lose your home opener against a new time head coach in Nick Sirianni. Against the Eagles, probably one of the worst teams in that division, bomb two team in that division. Okay, they're worse than Washington, and they're worse than the Giants. They killed the Falcons, the Eagles, 45 to like nothing, and then the Giants lose to the Falcons. So the Giants are the worst team in that division. Pains me to say the Giants are the worst team in the NFC East, but the Cowboys are rolling, everybody. What a game on Monday Night Football. Starting off the season 2-1, and one, like I said they would. But they still got a long ways to go. They don't play a playoff team, though, from last year. to Week 11, interesting thing to think about. But I want to move over to Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. What a game that was. What a drive by Aaron Rodgers. 37 seconds left. Mason Crosby hits a 51-yard field goal. What a drive. What a game by Aaron Rodgers. Okay, after that Saints game, I was telling everybody, relax about Aaron Rodgers. This guy won the MVP last year. Let's not jump off the bandwagon train Jeffs yet. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers proving all of his haters wrong from week one. Two and one so far. Packers, I think they are still Super Bowl contenders. My preseason Super Bowl pick. I'm sticking with my preseason Super Bowl pick. I'm not flipping on it just yet. Packers, what a game on Sunday Night Football against the 49ers. A preview of my prediction for the NFC Championship game. And it was a great game to watch on Sunday Night Football, everybody. Now, I want to talk about the Rams, everybody. They beat the Buccaneers! I picked the Bucs to win, and I, this probably was the biggest win in Matt Stafford's career and ever won a playoff game in Detroit, and this probably beat the reigning champions from last year. Matt Stafford's never beat reigning champion, I don't think. Just a great game by the Los Angeles Rams. Great game by Matthew Stafford. Just all-around great game by the Los Angeles Rams. Great game plan by Sean McVay. Very happy to see the Rams doing well. Leave in the comment section if you think the Rams are the best team in the NFL. They might just be right now. They might just be. We'll talk more about that later in contenders pretenders. But the Kansas City Chiefs, everybody, what happened? Going up against the Los Angeles Chargers, I picked Chiefs to win that game. I said the Chargers could get off to a 1-6 start to the season. Justin Herbert's a great quarterback. That's all I got to say. I'm happy they won that game. I truly am. What a game by Justin Herbert. What a game by the Chargers. I like Brian Staley. He's a good young head coach. Okay? Five years ago today, Brian Staley was the defensive coordinator of William & Mary. William & Mary is a Division II school. He was the defensive coordinator there. Now he's the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers and just beat the reigning AFC champions in the Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting thing to think about. Okay, I love Brandstead. I love this team, but just amazing thing to see. Chiefs going down, Chargers reigning on top for that game. Like Chiefs currently at the bottom of that division. Interesting thing to think about. It's probably the best division in football. We'll talk more about that later with the NFC West. But one last thing I want to go over here in the NFL. The Seattle Seahawks, everybody. What happened? They imploded on Sunday. Okay, they go off to a great start. DK Metcalf got touched on thinking, oh no, Kirk Cousins is going to have a terrible game. They're going to lose by 50 again, the Vikings. No. Okay, they lost their first two games this season. Kirk Cousins played well in those two games. Now they're 1 and 2. Okay, Seahawks are also 1 and 2, but they're on a bad 1 and 2. They're coming off a loss. That's all I'm trying to say here. Interesting thing to think about Seahawks losing on Sunday to the Minnesota Vikings. But some more to them will be here where we got the playoff race heating up, everybody. Tampa Bay Rays win the AL East, everybody, over the Yankees, over the Blue Jays, and over the terrible Orioles. But 
It wasn't the Landers in MLB. The San Diego Padres, who we all had maybe winning the World Series at the middle of the year. They had a playoff contention, not everybody, okay? They can't make the playoffs this year. Just everything kind of fell apart then. Chemistry, everything like that. They still have a great team. I mean, pitching will get better next year. Area didn't really pan out for them. But they have Blake Snell coming back next year. Tatis, obviously, for the next like gazillion years. Then you got Machado. Then you got Cronenworth, who they will get back. Cronenworth's a great player. Hopefully they can make a big like acquisition in the offseason, trade in the offseason. Maybe that can lead them to maybe a World Series next year. What you have to win and see? That's about it for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, score sports NFL game day, everybody. Okay, I'm not happy with the results we've had in the first two weeks of the NFL season. We haven't come close to a perfect record. We know we're going to get this week. We're going to get that perfect record. I'm saying it again. Let's all pay to it. Jaguars, Bengals, Thursday Night Football. We got Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Bengals in this one. Okay, Joe Burrow may not be a better player than Trevor Lawrence's career, but at this point in time, the Bengals are easily a better team than the Jaguars. I still am picking the Bengals to get 10 wins this year. Okay, this Bengals team's a good team. I'm taking them to win this game over the Jaguars. Absolutely crushed the Steelers last week, the Bengals. Okay, this is a really good Bengals team. Joe Burrow played well, bounced back from that Bears game. Panthers-Cowboys, everybody. Okay, both teams that will be included in our pretenders-contenders segment. But it's going to be a good game. Games in Dallas, that's the main reason why I'm taking the Cowboys in this one over the Panthers. Okay, I love Sam Darrow. I love how he's been playing so far this season. They're 3-0, but they beat the Saints, okay, who are 2-1 so far this season. That's a great one for them. Okay, they beat the Texans. Not such a great one. Texans are on three, everybody. They are. But taking the Cowboys in this one, Dak Prescott's been great to start of the season. Cowboys have been great to start of the season. I love Kellen Moore's game plan with Tony Pollard, almost their secret weapon, Ezekiel Elliott, all of that stuff. I'm taking the Cowboys in this one. Big. Browns, Vikings, everybody. It's going to be a good game. The only reason I'm taking the Browns in this one is because of the concern of Dalvin Cook not being back and that Dalvin Cook's not back. Miles Garrett's going to rush Kirk Cousins a lot more, and they're probably going to throw the ball a lot more. And Alexander Mass is going to get shut down by this team, okay? They won't be able to establish a run game against Cleveland. Cleveland will be established a run game against this terrible run defense of the Vikings. Give me the Browns in this one. Big. Next game, Cardinals, Rams, everybody battle the NFC West. Kyler Murray has never, ever beat the Rams in his career. He still won't. Give me the Rams in this one. Sean McVay taking down Cliff Kingsbury. Sean McVay always game plans perfectly for the Cardinals. I think he does in this one also. I love this Cardinals team, but I'm still taking the Rams in this one. Give me the Rams. Seahawks 49ers, everybody. It's going to be a good game. Okay? We got about another battle in the NFC West. This is a great week for the NFC West, okay? But I am taking the Seahawks to win this one. I love this 49ers team. I really do. I still think they make the NFC Championship game Trey Lance or not. But I'm taking the Seahawks in this one. I think they do bounce back. Oh, don't be surprised if you see the 49ers uh, win this one. I probably will be rooting for the 49ers in this one, even though I'm making my pick as the Seahawks, everybody. Give me the Seahawks in this one. Buccaneers-Patriots, give me the Buccaneers in this one. Okay, this is going to be a fun game. Sunday Night Football, Brady's return to New England. And you know, I told this to someone earlier in the week, this is the most motivated Tom Brady's ever been in his career. Okay, he played like 19 years for the Patriots. Won six Super Bowls with the Patriots. And then Bill Belichick just said, hey, we don't want you anymore. We thought Jimmy Garoppolo was the guy, but we got rid of him. We're moving on. Let's part ways. And then Tom Brady losing last week. This is by far the most motivated Tom Brady's been in his career. Give me the Buccaneers 35-10. to 10. No debate about it. It's going to be a great game to watch. I think the Buccaneers won big in this one. No debate about it. Most motivated Tom Brady's ever been in his career. Give me the Buccaneers. Chargers, Raiders, everybody. Monday Night Football. Great game this is going to be. It's in LA, but like John Milkoff said last week, it's a Raiders home game. Not taking the Raiders in this one, though. Raiders off to a great start. 3-0. Great win against the Dolphins last week. Just a great win. In overtime. Gritty win without Josh Jacobs. But I'm sorry, Derek Carr. I'm sorry, John Gruden. I'm sorry, Raiders fans. 
I'm taking the Chargers in this one. I really am. Okay, Justin Herbert off to a great start. Keenan Allen off to a great start. Austin Eckler off to a great start. Like I said in week one, too much star power for the Raiders. Chargers win this one with too much star power that the Raiders can't handle. Getting the Chargers this one, that's bad for Squared Sports and a full game day. done NBA on the show for a while on this podcast for a while but you know NBA media days rolling around the corner Ben Simmons requested a trade and obviously been rolling around the past couple weeks so I want to do I wait a little bit just my top five landing spots for Ben Simmons let's hop into it number five San Antonio Spurs not great for Ben Simmons but it is great for the San Antonio Spurs okay Ben's a little bit yeah I was Ben 25 years old not a great age size or just interesting thing for the Spurs that's why I'm not putting them in number one like some people are but the Spurs number five number four Chicago Bulls, everybody. If you have a core of, you might have to give up Lonzo Ball or Kobe White, but if you can keep on to Lonzo Ball, you can have Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic. You're going to play a lot of small ball, but it'd just be a great line. You could switch Ben Simmons to power forward, small forward, whatever it might be. It'd be a great team to see. Number four, Chicago Bulls. Number three, the Golden State Warriors, everybody. Didn't Joe Lakeberry say they're going after Ben Simmons and they got fined? But you get Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. They're going to trade Andrew Wade's in this trade, just everything going on there. Be Ben Simmons, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, maybe James Wiseman if they keep on him. Be a great line. This will be a playoff team. Okay, they should have been a playoff team last year, the Warriors, but they weren't. Number three, Golden State Warriors. Two, Sacramento Kings, everybody. Okay, you're going to have to trade Davion Mitchell or Tyrese Halliburton, preferably Davion Mitchell. Okay, so here it's going to be De'Aaron Fox, Ben Simmons, Tyrese Halliburton, and then whoever else. Marvin Bagley, whatever it might be. That's a good team, everybody. Okay, that's maybe a top 15, top 10 team in the NBA. Call me crazy if you want. Kings, number two. Number one, my last team on the list, the Minnesota Timberwolves, everybody. Okay, I've heard it everywhere, and I'm agreeing with all those people. Okay, because you can have Anthony Edwards, Carlton Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Ben Simmons. That's a dream scenario. That's a playoff team. And I'm not talking to eight seed. That's a five seed type team. Chris Finch is the head coach of this team. Okay, that's about for top five this week. Leave in the comments section where you think Ben Simmons should get traded to, where you think Ben Simmons should go. In the comments section, that's about for top five this week. Now, I did know about this week's day, you know it's a good one. Did you know Deion Sanders played in the World Series, is the only player to ever play in the World Series? And the Super Bowl, everybody. Okay, Deion Sanders was a leadoff there for the Braves, and he was maybe the best DB of all time. Okay, he played in the Super Bowl and the World Series, only athlete to ever do that. Didn't know that? Leave that in the comment section. That's bad for Didn't Know this week. Now, MVP LVP, everybody. This week's MVP is it's Justin Tucker. 66-yard kick to win the game. Longest kick in NFL history. A game winner. No debate about it. Buzzer beater. I'm taking Justin Tucker as my MVP week. No debate about it. Leave your MVP in the comment section. But mine is for sure Justin Tucker. LVP, everybody. It's Clemson. Get their second loss in the season. DJ Wengle played terrible. Brian Brees, their best player in defense towards ACL. Wish Shipley, their running back's going to be out for a while. So bad week for Clemson. Lost to NC State, their rival. Got the field rushed on them. EJ Williams, whatever happened to him. They ran the field, rushed the field, all the North Carolina State fans. But Clemson is easily LVP week. No debate about it. That's about for MVP LVP this week. Leave your MVP and LVP in the comment section. All right, let's take it on down to the wild, wild west, everybody. The AFC West and the NFC West is what I'm talking about here. They're the two best divisions of football. Let's start with AFC West, everybody. Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers. Guess who's not that bottom of the division? 
Chiefs. If I tell you the start of the season, the Chiefs would be at the bottom of the division, you would call me crazy. They're 1-2 right now. Okay. Broncos are 3-0, but, you know, I don't want to give away my spoiler right here for pretenders, contenders, but, you know, I will, actually. Okay. All their wins, all their opponents combined, who they have beat, all of them combined have a record of 0-9. All of them are 0-3. They beat the Jets, they beat the Jaguars, and then, yeah, so 0-9. All their opponents combined. Just interesting, and the Giants. Interesting thing to think about. Okay, the Broncos, just not a great, okay, they're a good team, but they're going to lose to the Raiders probably twice this year. They can get one win up on them, maybe. They're going to lose to the Chiefs twice this year. They're going to lose to the Chargers twice this year. They're not going to make the playoffs. I'm sorry, Dave Bridgewater. I'm sorry, Vic Fangio. You should probably be fired after this year for not starting Drew Locke out the game because Terry Bradshaw looking good so far, but should be Drew Locke the starter. Should have been Drew Locke the starter from the start of the season. I'm still standing by that opinion, but... Chargers looking great so far. Raiders looking pretty solid, but they look solid every year at the start of the year. You know, I always compare them to Stanford football, you know, because not like in the past two or three years, but always before that, like 2016, 2017, 2018, Stanford football always was like ranked number seven at the start of the year, always started off 5-0, and 6-0, 3-0, whatever it might be. And then they just dipped for the rest of the year, went unranked, didn't even make a bowl game sometimes. That's kind of like the Raiders in my opinion. They always start off great and then they kind of just dip. Okay, 2016, it wasn't that really fault, but Derek Carpio's leg, but it's like they lost the wildcard game and they had like 13 plus wins that year, 12 plus wins, whatever it was. Then, you know, just last year, they were started off the season 5-2 and two and didn't even make the playoffs. They got eliminated from playoff contention pretty soon after that. Just an interesting thing to think about. Raiders, not going to win this division. Chiefs are still going to win this division, everybody. But the Chargers, having a great season. They're going to make the playoffs this year, maybe as an 11-6 type of team. You never know. Let's take it over to the National Football Conference, everybody. Okay, NFC. Let's talk about the NFC West here, everybody. Okay, the Rams look great so far. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. The Rams have looked outstanding so far. Start the season, they just have. Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, great chemistry. Great chemistry with all his wide receivers. Cooper Cup looking like a great wide receiver. I have my fantasy football team. He's a great player, Cooper Cup, in my opinion. But looking great so far to start the season. They're going to win the division. They're going to get 13 wins, 12 wins, 14 wins, whatever it might be. I mean, maybe if they get 12, 14 wins, that's ridiculous. And they might just do that. Okay. But let's talk about the 49ers here in San Francisco. 49ers, like I said, my pick to make the NFC Championship game, beat the Rams, maybe in the divisional round or whatever it might be. I still think the Rams win this division, but I do think the 49ers make the NFC Championship game. No debate. I love Trey Lance, but his time isn't yet. I like Jimmy Garoppolo. Played great in the last year. Just unfortunate events. What happened with that defense? Okay, it's a great defense. They'll bounce back. They will. But that's about it for Wild Wild West this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, college football showcase here, but we're week four. We had in college football, my Michigan Wolverines 4-0 on the season so far, everybody. Okay, like I said, Clemson lost. We already talked about that. Arkansas beating Texas A&M in Jerry World was obviously a great thing for Jerry Jones to see, probably. I mean, he hopes that game every year, except for last year, because COVID and everything. But to see his Arkansas Razorbacks win that game, yet the Aggies, just probably cool to see. Okay, great game by KJ Jefferson. Great game by us, Arkansas defense. This Arkansas offense exposed Texas A&M defense. Texas A&M defense going into that game and giving up five points per game. No, it is now probably a lot higher. Okay, because they scored so many points that game, Arkansas. Great game by the Arkansas Razorbacks in that game because, you know, Texas A&M playing with a backup quarterback and Zach Calzada with, you know, everything going on with Haynes King and his injury. But I think Texas A&M, if they can beat Alabama, obviously they're back in it, but I just don't see them beating Alabama in two weeks. I just really, really don't. What a game by the Arkansas Razorbacks. Notre Dame beating, getting a great win against the Wisconsin Badgers. Talk more about Wisconsin later when they play my Michigan Wolverines later on this segment. But the top 25 scored sports, Lane Frank, top 25. Week four, week five edition. For one, Alabama. Two, Georgia. Three, Oklahoma. Four, Cincinnati. Five, Penn State. 
6 Oregon, 7 Arkansas, 8 Notre Dame, 9 Iowa, 10 Ohio State, 11 Florida, 12 Ole Miss, 13 My Michigan Wolverines, 14 Coastal Carolina, 15 Texas A&M, 16 BYU, 17 Michigan State, 18 Baylor, 19 Texas, 20 Fresno State, 21 UCLA, 22 Oklahoma State, 23 North Carolina State, 24 Clemson, and 25 Boston College. All right, let's break them down here a little bit. 25 Boston College, 24 Clemson playing each other this week. Boston College undefeated. I want to give away my pick on that game. Jesse, I'll talk about it in a second. But that is a matchup this week. I'm not putting Clemson out because, you know, it's still a good team, Clemson. They still are. Okay, maybe UTSA deserves to be in the, over them. But Clemson's a good team. They have a great loss against Georgia, only by three points. Okay. And then just an upset loss against North Carolina State. I think they can still bounce back. Okay, and I do think they bounce back against Boston College this week. But Oklahoma State, I'm putting them in number 22. Okay, I picked Kansas State on the Squared Sports Instagram to beat Oklahoma State, and they didn't. Okay, Oklahoma State, great game. Undefeated, Spencer Sanders is a great quarterback. Showed that last year, showing that really this year. UCLA at 21, I'm putting them back in the rankings after a great win against Stanford. 20, Fresno State. I'm putting Fresno State above UCLA, obviously, because of the win. 19, Texas. Texas has shown me so much with Casey Thompson at quarterback. Let's remove all the games before uh, Casey Thompson was quarterback without Hudson Card. That's only one loss. Okay, they were one and one with Hudson Card quarterback, but Casey Thompson is a legitimate Heisman contender at this point, everybody. He is 19, Texas, 18, Baylor. Okay, on Squared Sports Instagram, if you were following Squared Sports Instagram, you would have got that band tip to pick Baylor over Iowa State. They won that game. Undefeated Baylor with Jerry Bohan at quarterback. Everyone was freaking out over last year. Baylor, oh, Dave Aranda's not a good coach, not a good coach. LSU defense coordinator from last year. No, no. Dave Aranda's been great so far this season. Jerry Bohan's a great player. Back quarterback Jacob Zito transferred today, but who cares about that? 18, Baylor. 17, Michigan State. I had to put him in there. I hate to say it, but 17, best team in the country is Michigan State. 13, my Michigan Wolverines, everybody. Okay, okay, a great gritty win against Rutgers. Go up 23 at half to 22-3 at halftime, and then you'll win the game 20-13. But defense was clutch at the end of the game, got that strip sack. David Jalbo, Junior Colson, freshman Junior Colson. Just a great game. Bound Michigan Wolverines. 12 Ole Miss coming off the bye. We're going to have a great showdown with Alabama this week. 11 Florida, 10 Ohio State with Kyle McCord starting quarterback. Should be their full-time starting quarterback. I hate to say it, though. 8 Notre Dame after a clutch win. And Wisconsin, 7 Arkansas moving them up. 6 Oregon moving them down a little bit after or keeping them in the same spot area. Because, you know, they, it's not a great game they had against Arizona. 5 Penn State, good win against Villanova. Three Oklahoma. You could say, whoa, 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 why is Oklahoma still so high? A lot of people have Oklahoma out of their top 10. I like this Oklahoma team. I do. A gritty win against West Virginia. A tough game for Oklahoma, but the defense was great. They're winning games with their defense. That shows you a lot. And then Spencer Howard is going to get some things figured out. Okay, he is. I believe in that. Don't start Caleb Williams just yet. But if he does start to struggle a lot more Spencer Rattler, then Caleb Williams is that guy. We're three Oklahoma, two Georgia, and then one Alabama. We'll talk, we'll give my playoff pick at the end of the episode. But that's about from my squared sports lane for uh, top 25. Leave your top 25 in the comment section. All right, now Coach Bo showcase the games of the week. You know how we get down with it. Okay, first we're going to pick our lock of the week. Syracuse plus four and a half against Florida State. I'm betting my whole entire piggy bank on this game. Okay, Syracuse, a good team. Good team so far this season. Not have, has bad loss to Rutgers. But Florida State's abysmal so far this season. You know the spread was minus one for Louisville last week against Florida State? I said on Squared Sports Instagram that Louisville is going to win by way more than one. They did. They blew them out. They blew them out of the water. I expect Syracuse to blow Florida State out of the water. Plus one and a half. Lock of the week. Syracuse plus one and a half against Florida State. Definitely bet that game. Now, the games of the week, everybody. Let's hop into it. 
My Michigan Wolverines against the Wisconsin Badgers, everybody. Okay, it's in Madison. Michigan hasn't won in Madison since 2001. But I'm taking my Michigan Wolverines in this one. Give me the Michigan Wolverines 27-3. to Wisconsin's offense is abysmal. Okay, Kim McNamara is going to bounce back. This running game is going to bounce back. Yeah, 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 you can say, oh, Wisconsin's defense only gave up two rushing yards to Notre Dame last week. Notre Dame is a great running attack. But Michigan has an elite running attack. I expect Blake Horn not to have such a great game. But Son Haskins, get more involved in there. Do some outside runs. Josh Gallas, have a great game plan for this game. Because if you don't, you're probably going to end up losing this game. But Wisconsin's offense is just too bad. Even if the running game fails, even if the passing game fails in this one, I still think Michigan wins just because of how abysmal Wisconsin's offense is. Give me my Michigan Wolverines starting off the season 5-0 for the first time since 2016. I'd be so happy about that. Michigan winning over Wisconsin. Clemson, Boston College. All right, every game I sneak peek of it. Clemson, offense regenerates here a little bit. Give me... Tigers 27-17 to over Boston College. Arkansas-Georgia, everybody. This is a college game. This is going to be a great game. Number two versus number seven in my rankings. I'm taking Georgia on this one, though. Okay, it might be in Fayetteville, but Georgia's a great team, everybody. Okay, they're going to get Tyke Smith back this week and Darnold Washington. No debate about it. I'm taking Georgia in this one. Close, though. Now, Ole Miss-Alabama, everybody. This game was super close last year. It was a one-possession game, back-and-forth shootout. Lane Kiffin against his former employer, Nick Saban. Nick Simmons never lost to a former assistant of his, and he still won't. Give me the Tide in this one, beating Ole Miss. Now, game of the week, everybody, the game of the week. Cincinnati versus Notre Dame. I've said all year, Cincinnati, fourth best team in the country, fourth best team in the country, fourth best team in the country. Notre Dame had a great game last week. I'm sticking with my pick with Cincinnati being the fourth best team in the country. Give me the Bearcats in this one, Desiree, Mishai Sanders. Alpha bye week. They've been prepping for them all week. Give me Cincinnati in this one. No to be about. That's Buff College Bowl Showcase this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, I did, we already did it last year, okay? We're coming back for season two of Contenders versus Pretenders. We did after week three last year, and we did pretty well. Okay, I said I think I messed up on saying the Titans were pretenders, but maybe in the long run they were. Okay, after not winning a playoff game, I said the Bears were pretenders, which they easily were, but they still made the playoffs. So, but let's do our 2021-2022 NFL season contenders, pretenders, everybody. After week three, let's hop in. First team, Cincinnati Bengals, contenders. Ring them up, contenders. They're gonna get ten wins this season. Okay, they're gonna make the playoffs. Might make the divisional round. You never know. They'll probably come a second in this division, which still is a great accomplishment. Joe Burrow's second season. Give me the Bengals to be contenders this season. Now, the Las Vegas Raiders, everybody. Also weird to say. Say the Las Vegas Raiders instead of Oakland Raiders. But call me crazy, you can't. Pretenders. You want to know why they're pretenders? Because they got such a tough schedule. I've seen in past years of what happens when you get when the Oakland Las Vegas Raiders get off to a strong start. Okay, They collapse a little bit. You know, it might be different this year with John Gruden, but you never know. I'm taking the Raiders to be pretenders this season. Yes, they are. Cowboys, everybody. Contenders. Ring them up as contenders. Cowboys are easily contenders this season. Okay, I've said so many occasions, so many times. Going to be a good team this year, Cowboys. Great offense, okay? Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott, Zika Elliott, Tony Pollard, Cedric Wilson, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. Cowboys are easily contenders, in my opinion, no debate about. Now, Packers, everybody. People are saying pretenders, pretenders, pretenders. You know what I'm saying? Contenders, contenders, contenders. Packers are easily contenders, in my opinion. Aaron Jones off to a great start of the season after a rough week one. Aaron Rodgers bouncing back a little bit here. Just a great team. Devontae Adams having a good season. I'm taking the Packers to be contenders this season. Now, second to last one. Panthers, everybody. Oh, I love me some Sam Darnold. But you can get angry. You can. Pretenders. They're going to make the playoffs, probably. Actually, no. 
let's say right here, they won't make the playoffs because the Saints and the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. They're not going to get three teams in the playoffs in that division. They just aren't. Okay, it's a good division. They're probably going to lose two games to the Buccaneers, and they're probably going to lose their next game to the New Orleans Saints. Okay, because that game's going to be in New Orleans. It's just going to be a tough game for them. I love Sam Darnold. They could go 10-7, and 11-6, and they might not make the playoffs. So that's all I'm trying to say here. Call me crazy. Panthers are easily pretenders, in my opinion. Broncos, everybody. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's get up for it. The Broncos are pretenders. Call me crazy. You can't. No debate about it. Broncos are pretenders, in my opinion. Okay, you want to know why? Teddy Bridgewater is not a solid elite quarterback. He doesn't match up with Justin Herbert. He's the worst quarterback in this division. He is. Okay, he's the worst quarterback in this division. That's why I think the Broncos are pretenders this year. Not to be that. That's about for contenders, pretenders. Now, at the buzzer, everybody, okay? You know, every four weeks of the college football season, I want to be doing this. I want to do, be doing my, like, quarter check-in, college football playoff picks. So, we're going to do in week eight, we're going to do in week 12, and then we'll probably do it again in week 13, week 14, after all the conference championship games, after, you know, rival week, all that. But college football playoff picks, as of right now, my way too early college football playoff picks. So let's hop into it. Number one, the Georgia Bulldogs. I think Georgia wins the SEC this year over Alabama, and I think they are. Best, one of the best teams in college football. I'm putting them at number two right now in my rankings. But I think that when it's all said and done, I think the Georgia Bulldogs are number one team in college football. I'm putting them at number one in my playoff picks. Number two, the Alabama Crimson Town. I think they lose. I think they go undefeated in the regular season. I think they lose to Georgia in that CC championship game, like 31-29, something close like that. So they don't move down too much. They don't move out of the playoffs. They move down to number two, Bryce Young quarterback. Number two, Alabama. Number three, the Cincinnati Bearcats are by moving them up. One spot. Okay, you want to know why? Cincinnati is such a good team, everybody. And if they won, they win. Let me say that again. When they win the rest of the regular season, when they beat Notre Dame this week, they will, once all said and done, be the third best team in college football. They'll be that. Now, number four, it pains me to say, I really wish I could do this. I really wish I could just squeeze my Michigan Wolverines in there. But I just can't do it. I'm putting number four at Penn State. Okay, I think Michigan goes 11-1 and in the regular season, and then they don't make the Big Ten Championship game because their losses to Penn State. I think Penn State probably goes undefeated in the regular season, maybe lose to Iowa, a team like that, but that doesn't really affect their Big Ten Championship balls because it's a different division than if they face off against them in Big Ten Championship and they win that game, they're going to be in the playoff in all reality. Number four, Penn State. That's about for at the buzz this week. That's about for my coach football playoff picks. Number one, Georgia. Two, Alabama. Three, Cincinnati. And four, Penn State. That's about for that this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, best for last year, my question is, this week's question is, it's a full one. We're all talking about LeBron James NFL here after everything I have with the Manning broadcast and he won. Will LeBron James have panned out as an NFL player? I say no for a couple of reasons here. Okay, he was a high school football player, you know, you know, broke the state record, whatever you want to say about all that. Just no. Okay, he's focused on basketball most of the year. Just not really, he's not built like a tight end. What is he, 265? Yeah, but like... Catching wouldn't be there. Blocking wouldn't be there. That's all I'm trying to say here. LeBron James would not have panned out as an NFL player. That's the question this week. LeBron have panned out as a football player, NFL player, if he did decide to pursue that during the 2011 lockout. Whatever it was, leave your answer in the comment section. That's about the question this week. That's about for Squirt Sports and Land Freak, episode number 50. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squirt Sports on Instagram at Squirt Sports. Follow Squirt Sports on Twitter at Squirt Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week in episode number 51. Stay tuned.